Hello and welcome to the Catching Up podcast. This is Shay. And this is Shannon. <laughs> Hello. Happy Monday, everybody. Mm-hmm. How are you, Shan? I'm really good. I only one more week until Christmas break. And I've already mentally checked out. So really, I just have to physically be there. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. It's perfect. <laughs> It's because Austin's last final was yesterday and like I was just living for him to be done with finals because I felt like a we don't even have any kids but I was like a single mom to our apartment <laughs> and so I was like and our sink broke last week like there's oh, no. a huge leak underneath so there were two days that I couldn't do the dishes because it's connected to the dishwasher and I tried to wash them in the bathroom I was like I'm not doing this oh no and it became like depression inducing because i hate when there are dishes in the sink i do too anyway so i'm like we're home free this week austin doesn't have to study or do anything so he can actually like do stuff so i'm yeah. really excited oh i'm so happy for you hey how are you i'm well i this whole week has just been like pre-moving era because mm-hmm. we're moving Let's see. The listeners are hearing this on Monday. So we're starting to move today. Fully moving Wednesday. And but all week I'm just like, oh, like maybe I should start packing this. I'm just all over the place. There's no organization, mm-hmm. but I'm like having so many thoughts and lists and you know, it's just all mm-hmm. in my head right now. So I'm excited yeah. to actually like uh, you know, make things happen. But other than that, that is, I'm well. I, there's nothing better than like moving everything into an apartment. Just cleaning it really mm-hmm. nice so it's fresh slate and then you can just like organize like when you get everything put away ooh, oh my gosh I know. can you hear the wind Mm-mm. okay ooh, the wind there's a cold breeze blowing in today was 80 degrees and oh. so humid Shannon. and the the seasons are changing so thankfully we're getting <laughs> back down to 60 because today i was like Dang, it's hot outside. I had to wear a t-shirt and sandals to our Christmas party. I shoveled snow today. (laughs) It looked so beautiful, though. It has been really pretty. Like, really pretty. And today was sunny, too, so that's nice. I just can't stand it when it's, like, super gray inversion, no sun. But today was super sunny. Anywho, um, today, me and Shanna actually have quite a bit to talk about. But the theme is books (laughs) um because if you haven't heard we're back in our reading era once again we've left it and come back at least 17 times this year (laughs) but i think this is it forever here's the thing i've been in denial though really i haven't been in it this whole year till the last like month like i tried so hard but now i'm like actually here didn't didn't matter matter. but Um, so like Shay was saying, we're going to do, like, we're going to talk about, like, the best books we've read slash books that you should give if you have a reader in your life or you are a reader yourself and you want to get a book for La Navidad. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about our two read lists for next year. It's going to be beautiful. Um, before we get into it, do you want to give us your report, Shannon? Hizzle yizzle. That means heck yes. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I am currently reading Fourth Wing. I was telling Shay that I love it. I'm only 100 pages in. And I love it 
some things make me go oh yeah <laughs> but i i really it's like for someone who has like little to no imagination and i really like concrete things i like it mm-hmm. um what i'm eating i need everybody out there to sit down and write this down i know i've said and been obsessed with this stupid swamp soup from wishbone kitchen i'm still eating it I oh have made gosh. it four weeks now and I got ingredients to make it again because that's crazy because I feel like you just barely made it for the first time. Time is going okay, so it quickly. It probably hasn't been four weeks. It's probably just been three, but still. Still. Every literally writing it down to make it. I'm playing Take Me Home Country Roads Lana Del Rey's version. It is so, so, so good. She just released it on Friday. Have you listened I to it? I have never heard it, no. It's really good. And I've just been listening to that pop Christmas mm-hmm. uh, playlist. Very, very good. I love Phoebe, and I've been playing Phoebe Bridger's Christmas, and it always makes me feel so unsettled. <laughs> so yep, I need to same. Play. It makes me feel stressed. Um, my obsession. I've been crocheting a lot again. I need to just make finish my products, products, my projects products. this time. But did I tell you? For my crochet club, I'm in charge of picking the next pattern. And did I show you what we're going to make? You told me it was like a Valentine's thing, but you that didn't was show one of the me. options. Okay. We're actually going to be doing um, chicken coasters. <gasps> no. So they're a coaster shaped like chickens. And then I'm going to make a big one to be like a pot holder. So it's like <gasps> a little chicken family that like for Easter we can put out on our table oh, setting. Oh, no. Isn't that oh, so no. cute? I'll send you the picture. I'll post it I on love um, that plan. our Instagram. And I've also, I was just telling Shay that I'm taking lessons on how to learn a Rubik's cube. <laughs> and <laughs> so I'm obsessed because I just want a new party trick. You know, I've mm-hmm. exhausted my juggling and I want to move on to the Rubik's cube. It's time. And it's actually super satisfying. Like if there are any girlies out there that are like, I love Sudoku and like puzzles. I feel like you would like to do a Rubik's cube because it's like, kinesthetic like thinking i don't know it's really nice megusta my recommendation is this week some friends and i did a treat exchange where we were just like okay we want to get together and catch up everybody make a treat we'll come together and everybody just makes a plate to take home slash eat eat a ton there it was awesome that's it's a beautiful like, you know idea. how you get like a neighbor treat plate mm-hmm. it's like you got that but you gotta go chat It was really fun. That's beautiful. I feel like you have had so many fun, like, holiday gatherings. It's been, and literally next week I have something every day again. I cannot even believe that. I told my coworker that, that you've had stuff every day. And they were like, what? I have nothing. I think it's because of, like, San Antonio specifically has a lot of transient people. mm -hmm. And so people really do, like, go out of their way to, like, connect with other people. Yeah. And so, and not a lot of people have family around here. So So. they're planning all this fun stuff. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. And my treat is a classic. I make this almost every week. Sweet potato bread. It's so easy. Just Google the recipe, but you just bake a sweet potato, mash it, and then make sweet potato bread. And it's delicious and a great way to use a sweet potato. How I, for some reason, I can't even like fathom how that would taste. 
It tastes just like something it compares to. Oh, really? Uh If not better, because sweet potato is naturally sweet, whereas pumpkin Mm. isn't. Wow. Where have I been? Not here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for you. But yeah, and you have to have chocolate report. Yes, Um, report completed. Loved that. Salute. Thank you. Um, shall we get into our book bookish gift ideas? Yes. Um, should we go over there? Yeah, you start because my computer, I had to go quick. Okay, there we go. Yeah, you start though. Okay, first one that I have is not a surprise to anyone. But I put the grade alone and hear me out. It's kind of a long one for a gift. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for a gift, I would usually think of a shorter one. Mm-hmm. But... This was the first book we read for my work book club. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was the perfect like book club book because it's not like any extreme genre, you know, like, yeah, it's not like super history or super fantasy or science fiction or anything like that. It's just kind of coming of age, outdoorsy. Like, yeah. I feel like everyone can relate to it or find mm-hmm. something to like in it. And even Casey is reading it right now and liking it. So it's not just for the girls, you know, like it's just good. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing too like, like there's nothing unwholesome you need to be worried about. Like it's just overall good. I love it. So, yeah, I, I too was going to choose the grade alone, but I figured that you would. Mm -hmm. So I have some backups. Okay. My first recommendation is for people that you know that like the book Educated or that like real stories about, I don't know, people, you know, mm-hmm. especially like people who have had, or if they like the book The Glass Castle, that's a very popular one too, like about difficult childhoods and kids mm-hmm. overcoming difficult childhoods. That's like a, a stories that I love. Um. It's a book called Before We Were Yours, and it's a very popular book, so you'd probably be able to find it anywhere. But it's a great story, and I think people who like that kind of story would love, love, love this book. Mm-hmm. And it's super highly rated. Um, such an interesting story about girl, a girl who was adopted, and it's like this crazy adoption ring like scandal that happened in Tennessee – it's really, really good. So would recommend. Interesting. I remember when you read that. Um, on that same vein, back to the grade alone, I feel like that's for like you have said this before. I think this isn't my thought. This is your thought. But people who like where the crawdads sing, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. that Alaska version longer, mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um okay, my next recommendation is a book that I have not read. So excuse Perfect. me for this. But it, I've always wanted to, and I've read, like, a bunch of excerpts from it. I just need to own it. Mm-hmm. But it's 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think I by Brianna this. West. Yes. I I don't know why I've never read one of her books, and I have one of hers on my reading list that we'll get into later. But I feel like the 101 Essays is just a good gift because it's, like, it can sit on your coffee table or your nightstand, and you can read one of the little essays a night. It's not like a... It can just be like a when you get to it thing. And it also mm-hmm. like looks cute, mm-hmm. you know, but it, and it's also really inspiring, but it's not like this like story that you're assuming they're going to like, you know? Yeah. 
So I feel like that's a good one. No, that's totally good. I feel like that is kind of, I didn't even think about recommending books like that that weren't necessarily like novels or, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Are you ready for my next one? I'm ready. So if you have someone who likes um, historical fiction and like romance mixed up, um, A Girl Called Samson, it's a newer book, so it's one that you could probably guess that they haven't read yet. Um, I think it came out this last year. It was very, very good. It is like a little there's not even like a spicy scene there is like a build-up romance but it's not explicit so you could give it to anybody maybe not a child but (laughs) anybody and it's a very very good book and i i feel like i read a lot of world war ii kind of-esque historical fiction so reading about the revolutionary war was like a nice break from my world war ii era so yeah would recommend a girl called samson I love that. Um, so after this, I deeply ran out of ideas. <laughs> um, and my last one is extremely obvious, and sh- you actually already mentioned it. But specifically for people who live, like, literally in Cache Valley or northern Utah or are part of Mormon culture in any way, all of those categories, um, educated. <laughs> yes, like, amen. And I feel like... I feel like most like people our age or like millennials ish have read it, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's a great like mom gift mm-hmm. or people of that generation. It's just like it's a need to read. So it's mm-hmm. like it's like not even like, oh, you should read this. It's will make your heart happy. It's like if you are a part of these like groups of people or you live near here, like you need to read this. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. That is awesome. Okay. I couldn't really decide. My last two have like kind of a similar feel. Um, They both are about book clubs. So I think they would be great book club books. Like they're both about like gathering of people to bond over books. And they're both books I read this year, but it's The Giver of the Stars by Jojo Moyes. She wrote Me Before You. And I've heard there's like some kind of drama over this book like she stole the idea from another author i don't really care because it's like the best (laughs) book ever so the giver of the stars it's if people like like the help you know just like lighthearted kind of historical fiction but it's really about like a gathering of women overcoming like injustice in their town it's so good so the giver of the stars and then the guernsey literary and potato pea pop Pea pie. Whoops. <laughs> Peel Pie Society. I mean, that's a really popular one, so people might have read it, but if you have like an older person or I don't know, it's very wholesome historical fiction, but it's like mostly about a group of people coming together and like kind of like the help vibes. So would recommend those too. I love that. I totally forgot about the Potato Peel Pie Society one because I remember you loving that. And I've been Shame. trying to hone in on my Goodreads want to read. So I just added that in. Shay, it is everything. It's so, 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 so good. Uh, oh my gosh. Maybe sob and there's a movie and the movie isn't as good, classic, but um, it's still very good. Um, I have a bonus suggestion. Okay. Illustrated Harry Potter books. <laughs> Anyone in your life that 
likes Harry Potter at all, like, why would they not like an illustrated Harry yeah. Potter book? So just get them one. Well, that's my thing, too, with, um, like, Little Women. I was like, mm-hmm. I need to get this for my sister so they all can read it to their children. Because there's so many life lessons in it. No, for real. Well, it's I was so just thinking good. about, like special editions too like i feel like those are really cool gifts because it's like even if they love little women and have little women they might not have like you know those cool um i forget what the publisher is but how they have all the classics like little women and all of that in the really pretty Mm -hmm. oh yes uh covers Mm -hmm. like i feel like one of those would be really good too so you know be awesome hopefully the like if someone gave me a book for Christmas, I would literally cry and hug you. So <laughs> if you're listening and you have me in my family, if you drew my name for Christmas, I would like a book. But don't overthink it. <laughs> don't overthink it. Okay, should we get into our yes. reading list? Um, I would like to preface with the <laughs> similar, like, to the conversation we had last week i know for a fact that mine is gonna sound stupid compared to yours but that's okay because <laughs> mine is very like fantasy fairy tale blah, okay, but blah, you need blah. to get out of the mindset that that's stupid because yeah, in right. my eyes i see that as like much more creative and i feel like i'm dumb for only being able to read realistic things you know you're not dumb but yeah we both need to get out of our of our but I just wanted to say that because I at first I was like maybe I should try to break like give a variety to my list and like get like one book from each genre or something but then I was like no I should truly say what I want to read and they're like all fantasy so because especially if someone likes the same things as you then they have more of an idea Mm -hmm. okay do you want to start um sure so okay I'm gonna look up like the Goodreads descriptions mm-hmm. so the people can know which some of them I haven't even read. Um, but the first one is called A Study in Drowning by Ava mm. Reed. Its genre is technically historical fantasy. Um, I honestly do not know that much about it, but I saw a TikTok about it where, like, I've been fully on book talk lately. But a girl was literally, like, crying, like, this is the best book I've ever read. And I know it has themes of, like, just, like, living with anxiety um, and a few other things. But it's also, like, fantasy-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to read this description. I've never read it, so we'll <laughs> see how this goes. <laughs> Effie has always believed in fairy tales. (laughs) Haunted by visions of the fairy king since childhood, she's had no choice. Her tattered copy of Angerad, uh, blah, 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 an epic about a mortal girl who falls in love with the fairy king, then destroys him, is the only thing keeping her afloat. So when Mirrodin's family announces a contest to redesign the late author's estate, (laughs) wow, this is complicated, Effie feels certain it's her destiny. But musty, decrepit, Harayeth Manor, that's the name of the estate, I guess, is an impossible task, and its residents are far from welcoming, including Preston, a stodgy young literature scholar determined to expose Mirden as a fraud. Oh, as we know rivals piece together Effie. clues about Mirden's legacy, dark forces, and dark forces, both mortal and magical, conspire against them, and the truth may bring them both to ruin. 
The cover is beautiful, I must say. It only has a 3.96 on Goodreads, though. But I've seen like a million TikToks of people that love it. So, But, you know, we love a controversial, like, people hate it, people love it. Honestly, and the the title is really intriguing to me. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Like, a study in drowning with, like, themes of anxiety. I'm just like, oh, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Okay, my first one is Remarkably Bright Creatures. This is a very popular book. I haven't read it yet. But it's about, um, uh, it's an exploration of friendship, reckoning, and hope, tracing a widow's unlikely connection with a giant Pacific octopus. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've heard of it, but I didn't know that's what it was about. It says, after Tova Sullivan's husband died, she began working the night shift at Sowell Bay Aquarium, mopping floors and tidying up. Keeping busy has always helped her cope, which she's been doing since her 18-year-old son, Eric, mysteriously vanished on a boat in... Is it called Puget Sound over 30 years ago? Tova becomes acquainted with um, Marcellus, a giant Pacific octopus living in the aquarium. Marcellus knows more than anyone can imagine but couldn't dream of lifting one of his eight arms for his human captors until he forms a remarkable friendship with Tova. Uh, Ever the detective, Marcellus deduces what happened the night Tova's son disappeared, and now Marcellus must use every trick in his old invertebrate body body can muster to unearth the truth for her before it's too late. Oh, that sounds cute. So, I'm excited. Um, That sounds very cute. Did you ever watch My Octopus Teacher? No. On Netflix? Oh my gosh. If you are one of the lucky few out there that still has Netflix, (laughs) watch My Octopus Teacher. It will make you cry. Okay. What's your next one? Okay, my next one is called Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. I bet we can guess the trope there. (laughs) Let me find the description. It's got a 4.26 on Goodreads. I've also seen a million TikToks about this, and it seems promising. So it has 160,000 ratings, so that alone is, like, pretty crazy, but it's, like fantasy fiction or or romantic fantasy okay we're ready for this description Mm -hmm. i'm I'm scared okay when two young rival journalists find love through a magical connection they must face the depths of hell in a war among gods to seal their fate forever after centuries of sleep the gods are warring again but 18 year old iris winnow just wants to hold her family together her mother is suffering from addiction and her brother is missing from the front lines her best bet is to win the columnist promotion at the Oath Gazette. To to combat her worries, Iris writes letters to her brother and slips them beneath her wardrobe door where they vanish into the hands of Roman Kitt, her cold and handsome rival at the paper. When he anonymously writes Iris back, the two of them forge a connection that will follow Iris all the way down to the front lines of battle. For her brother, the fate of mankind and love. (laughs) Shadow and Bone meets Lore. Okay, yeah. So that's a Wait, have you it was read just a Bone? I haven't, but I guess this is the same author. So I didn't realize that until this moment. But interesting. Yeah. You um, should read Shadow and Bone because I've heard a lot of good things about it. I have too, and I think there's a TV show. Um I had a coworker too that read Divine Rivals and really, really liked it. So Okay. I'm excited. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, sorry, I'm texting Austin because he's getting ribbon for me and I need him to get the right kind. <laughs> oh, that's so kind. Okay. Um, my next book is – I need to find the description really quick. Um, I'm, this is another really popular one, and I'm sorry that I'm just picking the popular ones, but I really want to read this one. It's called Lessons in Chemistry. Oh, I want to read it too. Bonnie Garmis. Um, it's about chemist Elizabeth Zott is not your average woman. In fact, Elizabeth Zott would be the first to point out that there's no such thing as an average woman, but it's early 1960s and her all-male team at Hastings Research Institute takes a very unscientific view of equality, except for one, Calvin Evans, the lonely, brilliant Nobel Prize-nominated grudge holder who falls in love with all of, of all things her mind. True chemistry results. Anyway, so it's about this chemist. It kind of gives me... Help meets. Have you seen the movie Hidden Figures? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Kind of those vibes. So, anyway, well, I, I saw. I'm pretty sure this is a show on Apple TV now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the trailer, and I was shook. Like the show looks really good, but I don't want to watch it because I want to read the yeah. papers. So. Uh huh. I just want you to know that as you speak, I'm immediately adding things to my want to read because I'm a Goodreads girl now. Okay. Um, except someone needs to hire a new website or designer. That's what they talk about on the toast. And it's so true. Goodreads could have like such a great, they could just be so much better. It is really like non-intuitive, like how everything works. Okay. We ready for my next one? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the same author I was talking about earlier, Brianna West, but it's called The Mountain Is You. And this one's, like, pretty basic. Like, it's been out for a while. It was really popular. It was on, like, everyone and their mom's Instagram story. Wait, can you say it again? It's called The Mountain Is You. Um, But this one, so it's the same as the 101 essays that will change the way you think. But let me just read you the <laughs> description. This is a book about self-sabotage, why we do it, when we do it, and how to stop doing it for good. Coexisting book. But- conflicting needs create self-sabotaging behaviors this is why we resist efforts to change often until they feel completely futile but by extracting crucial insight from our most damaging habits building emotional intelligence by better understanding our brains and bodies releasing past experiences and learning to act as our highest potential future selves we can step out of our own way and into our potential uh yeah it goes on but basically the whole point is the mountain is you like get out of your own way you know mm-hmm. and I've heard of a lot of people really like really like relating to it and who like really I don't know resonate with it so yeah. I'm intrigued by it. I'm I try not to like buy too many self-help books because I buy them feeling really helpful and then I read like three pages <laughs> but this author I followed her on Instagram for probably three years like I know I, like, resonate with the way she writes, so I need to just do it. No, and I'm looking at the ratings. It looks awesome on Goodreads. So. Like, there's over almost 40,000 ratings. It looks so good. I, like, I want to get out of, because I'm kind of the same way. I've kind of closed myself off to um, self-help books, Mm -hmm. and I want to get back into it, because I think there's a good balance, like you are saying. I think so too. I think my thing that I need to do is keep a fun book. Like 
I don't know how to do it like routine wise, but like maybe read my fun book at night like I do anyways, mm-hmm. but then have a self-help book at the same time that I like yeah. read when I have time in the morning or something, yeah, you know, dibble, jabble. Cause if it's like my main book, I never am excited, you know? Yeah. But if it's like more of like an extra like journaling thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like not stressful. You don't have to necessarily finish it. Yeah. I mean, so I think I just need but... to like change my perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next one is The People We Keep by Allison Larkin. Have you heard of that? I have heard of that, but I know nothing. Tell me. So it says April Sawicki is living in a motorless motorhome that her father won in a poker game, failing out of school, picking up shifts at Marco's Diner. She left. She's left fending for herself in a town where she's never quite felt at home. When she borrows her neighbor's car to perform at an open mic night, she realizes her life could be much bigger than where she came from. After a fight with her dad, April packs her stuff and leaves for good, setting off on a journey to find a life that's all hers. As April moves through the world, meeting people who feel like home, she chronicles her life in the song she writes and discovers that where she came from doesn't dictate who she has to be. This lyrical, unflinching, unflinching tale is for anyone who has ever yearned for the fierce power of found family or to grasp the profound beauty of choosing to belong. Oh. Anyway, it just seems interesting and it's really highly rated, so... I want to read that one. That description, like, <laughs> got me. Found that sounds family. really cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, added that one to my list. I love this. This is fun. I know. I know. We should do this, like, every few months or something. Just, like, adding to the list, you know? Yes. I will never catch up, but, you know. Okay. My next one. Now, this is the title that makes me cringe the most, but we're going to get past it because I want to read it, okay? It is called Once Upon a Broken Heart. <laughs> Ah! you're not ready it's a trilogy and people love this book shannon i have been delving into book talk lately Uh people love this trilogy and so you know what i want to try it do it i haven't read this description so here we go for as long as she can remember evangeline fox has believed in true love and happy endings until she learns that the love of her life would marry another Desperate to stop the wedding and to heal her wounded heart, Evangeline strikes a deal with the charismatic but wicked Prince of Hearts. In exchange for his help, he asks for three kisses to be given at the time and place of his choosing. But after Evangeline's first promised kiss, she learns that bargaining with an immortal is a dangerous game and that the Prince of Hearts wants far more from her than she'd pledged. She has plans. He has plans for Evangeline, plans that will either end in the greatest happily ever after or the most exquisite tragedy. Da, da, da. Interesting. I genuinely hate the title, um, but I'm 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 curious. So you know, um, sorry. So once upon a broken heart, I need to add it. Okay, there we are. Okay, okay. So my next one is one that I started but didn't finish. It's called American Dirt, and it's about. Um, this mother son who their family gets killed by the Mexican cartel and they have to escape to the United States. So they ride La Bestia, which is like the train that people ride to illegally immigrate into the United mm-hmm. States. And I started it. It was so, so, so good. But then like, I don't remember what happened. It was a long time ago that I tried to read it. So anyway, I really want to finish it. So it, but it was is it so, so true? Good. Um, no, it's historical fiction. Okay. 
or not historical fiction, it's fiction. It's currently still things that people go through. But anyway, like this train that people ride on is so dangerous. And I think it's just like a good glimpse into immigrant life. And Mm -hmm. I think everybody should have. I, I read some backlash on the book, like saying that it's... I don't know if appropriation is the right word, but it's like utilizing mm-hmm. other people's story. I don't know. Like you can look at it both ways. Like suffering. Yeah. Or, yeah. I feel like the author had good intentions to like help people see hardship that people go through instead mm. of just being, you know. Anyway, so I'm excited to read it. I'm excited for you. That sounds interesante. Um, my last one, we're taking a turn, a turn here, is Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing by Matthew Perry. <gasps> yes. I have wanted to read this since it came out, and it makes me sad that, like, now that he has passed away, that that's my, like, push to actually read it, you know? Like, I wish I just would have done it sooner. When I tell you that Matthew Perry died, like, what, a month ago now? I still think about it every day. Like, (laughs) I'm not joking, Shannon. Like, I don't know. Literally, (laughs) I feel so dumb because I know this man has a real life family and friends who, like, loved him in person. I feel like he was my friend. Like, I can't explain it. I know that's probably unhealthy, but here we are. So I'm going to read his book. I... For those who don't know, it's Chandler from Friends. Um, the book is largely about his time on the show Friends and his battle with his uh, addiction to drugs. But I'm just fascinated by him. And I think it was really cool. So I really, really, really want to read this one. I like, because the toast... Uh, what's her name? Claudia is reading it, right? She said mm-hmm. it was really good. I I like memoirs, but I haven't read one in a long time, so I'm scared to read one. I really want to read the Britney Spears one. I really want to read this one. So you'll have to tell me how it is. Okay, well, maybe I can give you the push if it's good. Um, My last book is Everybody Knows That I've Been Wanting to Read Pride and Prejudice, and I'm going to do it. Oh, my gosh. So- Everyone knows what it's about, so I won't say. But yes, it's the year because Little Women was kind of a. I just hate reading things that I already know the story because I'm mm-hmm. like, and it's kind of not necessarily difficult text, but just not normal. So it's harder to skim and read. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Pride and Prejudice. It's time. It's time. I'm so it happy for time. you. Aren't there multiple versions, or is that made up in my head? I think that might be made up in your head. Okay. There's a lot of things about the classics I don't understand. Maybe there was just like a kid version or something. Yeah. Like when we were in middle school. And There's like, like the bridge versions version. of other one like books. Hmm. Like Count of Monte Cristo and Les Mis. They all have abridged versions. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you. I am too. That just sounds just lovely. Um... Okay, should we get on to our last topic? Yes, ma'am. So those were our top five books we're adding to our reading list in 2024, just to give you some inspo. 
And now we're switching gears and we're going to talk a little bit more about Fourth Wing, which yes. I've already read. Shannon is 100 pages into. Um, and we love to cast books, as the people know. We did a whole episode casting actors and actresses into our favorite books. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to do it. So as Shay said, I'm only 100 pages in. So if you like think I cast it totally wrong because of something that happens after that, I'm so sorry. But anyway. You are forgiven you know. in advance. I, I only cast the first like three characters that I know the most. So. I only cast four because I was having the hardest time i was telling shannon like i'm googling like actors and actresses to play teens and everyone that was coming up was like 35 i'm like um <laughs> these people are not supposed to be that old so yeah i i pick older people but i just say yet yeah, them when they were young <laughs> um do you want to go first do you want me to go first i'll go first because i'm sure okay. yours is better mm, um for dane i mm-hmm. pick him for any like any guy that I think is like a classic American look or that has like golden retriever energy. Um, Tom Welling. Who he is that? Charlie from um, Cheaper by oh. the Dozen or he's mm-hmm. like on Super, not Supernatural. The he Superman is show. old. <laughs> no, but when he was young. Okay, I'm searching young. <laughs> Tom Welling, young. Okay. Oh, oh, I get it now. The cheaper by the dozen look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I see it. I could not see it before, but I see it now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, my Zayden, I said young Michael B. Jordan. Oh, an interesting choice. Anyway. And then um my Violet, I said Amelia Clark, but young. Amelia Clark. Who is that? Oh. She's on Me Before You. Like, she was on... She's on Game of Thrones, I'm pretty sure. But she just, like, has, like, a small frame. And I feel like she would look like she was feeble, but she's cute. Yeah. I, looking at her face now, I think that's an amazing call. Because she's also not, like... Like, she's big, but she's not, like, one of the number one faces in mm-hmm. pop culture right yeah. now, you know? Mm-hmm. But she, and she, like, is really pretty, but also has, like, a unique look. Yeah. I don't know. I see it. I think that's way better than mine. Okay. What's yours? Okay. I have, oh, this is so bad. <laughs> this is, like, the worst it could get. Okay. Um. Okay. It can't be start- the worst it could get. You're not casting, like... Voldemort. <laughs> okay. Let's start with Violet. I said Jenna Ortega. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. Actually, I just feel I like, like she's small but has a very sassy look about her. Mm-hmm. You know? A little I don't know. She just seems tough. Um for Satan. I'm Googling these people so I can look at them as I tell you. Um, I did Jacob Lordy. Okay. Oh, I like it. Because I feel like it's classic, like, dark hair, jawline, yes. you know? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I keep laughing at myself. Okay. And then Dane, you're going to scream. I refuse to learn this man's real name. 
but I said Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't see, you guys he's see it? like he looks like he's malnourished. Cause I just feel like I feel like Zane or Dane has to be like like buffer. Looks like he played football. Yeah, but Conrad was supposed to play football, but he doesn't look like he played football. That's a great, great call. But, you know, that's where my brain went. I know. I like it. And we will never learn his name. Oh, no, no, no. I have one final casting, and this was the first one that came to my mind. Don't ask me why. General Sorengale, uh, or sorry, backwards, Sigourney Weaver as General Sorengale. Sigourney Weaver. Who is that? She's like an avatar and... um, No, First and foremost, she is in holes. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm dying. Who, what is her character in holes? What's her name? Um, she's the... What do they call it? The camp. Uh, and she finds a lipstick. Okay, hold on. Holes. Warden. She's the camp warden. Warden Walker. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. (laughs) I I just feel like she'd be a good, like, evil. (laughs) I feel like she'd be a good, evil general mother. So. Totally. That's where I got. But it's nothing groundbreaking. But, you know, if anyone else has any suggestions and they've read Fourth Wing, feel free to let us know. Please. Please. And thank you for listening to the episode. Hopefully everybody out there is also in their book era. Please comment books that we need to read because Shay and I both have a high um, like reading count that we want to do for the 2024. Mm-hmm. And it just is easier when it's they're all good books. So <laughs> it really, really is. So yeah, let us know. Um, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, leave us a five-star review. Thank you. Please and thank you. Follow us on Instagram at the Catching Up Podcast. Shan, do you have anything else to say? I dare say I do not. All right. Well, we'll catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye.